Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. From the traveling built for tough studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning, a feel-good football Friday, the last one of this NFL season, and our last day from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona, Super Bowl 57, we've had an incredibly weird week. We've had a lot of NBA talk, the Brooklyn Nets, the trading of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I got into this media feud with Kay Adams because she grabbed my man boob and then she did not like me telling the story about that. So I've had that feud going on. Boomer was riddled with the neurovirus yesterday, puking and pooping out his guts for hours and hours and hours. And we are here now to finish out the week. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple of tortoises banging yesterday in a reptile conservatory as well, which is something I've never seen before. So it's been a strange but fun week here, Boomer. I'm glad to see you back. Good morning, and how you feeling, big guy? Uh, you know, strange, uh, yes. Fun, I don't know. I mean, I was having fun up until uh, Wednesday night, man. God, this came out of nowhere, by the way. And uh, I don't want to just, uh, you know, bore people with this story, but I was playing golf up at uh, Desert Mountain. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. Have a birdie for eight on 18. I miss a four-foot birdie. I go to dinner. It's 5 o'clock. I get back to the hotel. It's like quarter to 7 or so. I'm going to watch the Ranger Canuck game. Sure. So I, you know, get my iPad out. I'm watching the Ranger Canuck game. Everything seems to be fine. Game's over. Rangers win. I get up. I go into the bathroom. And from that point on, which was about probably... I must say about 8.45 out here until about 2.15 in the morning. I basically was nonstop back and forth to the bathroom, and it hit me hard. I mean, I just, I've never been hit like that. It's never been that violent ever in my life. And, you know, you know, like when you're actually doing that and you're going through vomiting. Yeah. And right at the end of it, you're like, you get that shiver shake like Sh- this. I did that about 14 times. Oh, my God. I mean, it was unbelievable how hard it hit me. And, uh... And I, you know, I apologize to, to our listeners and to everybody else. You guys did a great job yesterday. I understand making fun of me, but um, I appreciate the fact that you guys sucked it up and you you guys did not get sick. But it was awful. Well, not yet. I'm gonna tell you, it was awful. And I just want to say thank you, yeah, to my daughter Sydney because she was all over it. So she knew I wasn't on the show. So she texted me, "How you doing?" I said, "Well, I got the stomach bug." Blah 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 blah. Next thing I know, I get here knocking the door. It's a IV nurse. Ivy nurses at my hotel room. 
Uh, give me an IV. An actual great. IV nurse, not like a singing telegram no. stripper or something like no, that? No, no, She set it up through the IV company and everything. Okay. So I was able to get an IV yesterday, and then she also door dashed over a whole bunch of stuff like saltine crackers and Pedialyte Advanced Care and everything wow. else. I mean, so I was loaded up yesterday. You see, I have a lot of Gatorade here in front of me. So it took about pay. 30 years for her to finally give you something back. But, but I, well, she gives me a lot back. But I have to say that, uh, you know, she, she was like right on it. And in about 15 minutes, she had everything all taken care of. But I, it, it hit hard, man. I'm telling you, this thing. And then, of course, we start getting all the tweets and everything about uh, that this thing is running rampant all across the country. Yes, that's right. So I, um, you said it came out of nowhere. For me, it's not going to come out of nowhere because I'm prepared for it now. Uh, I will get sick. I'm just hoping that it doesn't happen on the flight home. That's the only thing I'm asking for. I'll get through today because I think the incubation period is about 24 hours. I'm just worried that the second I sit down on that flight, which is a five-and-a-half-hour flight, then that's when it's going to hit me. So that's the only thing I'm trying to avoid. At this point, I told Jerry. Jerry's like, I'm going to stand over here. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to get near Boomer. I said, Jerry, just lean into it. Just embrace it. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Sort of like death. We know it's going to happen. So just embrace it. Same thing with this norovirus, which is the most contagious thing in the history of uh, viruses. So, well, yeah. All I know fun. is this. The, the, the three guys that I've been playing golf with, nobody shows any signs of anything. So, I, I again, I don't know if I got it from where I, something that I ate or I picked it up somewhere, but all I know you is did that have some sort of fish dinner, did you not? I did. I did. I had a uh, Dover Sole Amandine, yes. You know, Dover Sole Amandine. That's probably the last time you're going to have a Dover Sole Amandine. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's like right now I have PTSD to eat. I will tell you that. Yeah. I, I have not eaten anything except saltines and, and uh, like I said, the Pedialyte Advanced Care and now Gatorade. <sighs> that's, that's all I've eaten in the last 24 hours. I just... I just, I have no desire to have any food whatsoever. It's a good way to start a diet, I would think. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm totally flushed clean. <laughs> I mean, that final that final uh, episode in the bathroom, it was coming out of both sides yes. at the same time, and I had to open up the shower door, which was right in front of the toilet. Sorry, folks. I just got to tell you this. No, I told that story yesterday, oh, yeah. so they already know. Yes, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I just. I've never, that's never happened before ever in my life, ever. You told me that at one point you thought you were going to die. I thought, I was like, just get me out of here. Just, I don't want to go through this anymore. I'm done. Yeah, that you were ready to leave the earth because I, of this. Right at that moment, right at that moment, because I just could not believe, I don't, I think my small intestines got involved uh, <laughs> because uh, it was just so much. It just, and I don't know, I don't, it's just, and you know me, like I'm Mr. Metamucil and everything yeah. else. I'm all about, you know, smooth feeling and all this, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I just, uh, I feel like this is an annual thing for you. This is the third since I've been working with you stomach virus that has hit you right around the Super Bowl. It must be. I don't know. I, but this one was by far the worst. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. And, uh, and, and quite frankly, you saw me yesterday morning, and I was walking around in the lobby of the hotel with a bag in my hand just mm -hmm. in case. Yeah. And uh, I was just not aware of anything that was going on at that moment. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, that was the lobby when we were leaving, or I was leaving in the morning, where you told me you weren't going to do the show. Later, I saw you in the lobby, walking around, trying to get your bearings again, and the funniest part to me about that, where there were some Bengal fans that were there that recognized you, and nestled right into you as you're still sweating out your <laughs> neurovirus, and we're taking pictures. I Little do these people know mm -hmm. that in about 24 hours, they are going to have the worst experience of their life, and probably 
probably miss the Super Bowl because they got that picture with Boomer. But I didn't tell him. I just said, let, let them do what they want to do. You know, you take a risk every day, right? I mean, you would have thought that they would have known because the way that we were standing and how far you and your family were from yeah. me. Right, yeah, I was shouting. That they would be, uh, they would kind of get that there was something wrong. But uh, <laughs> they weren't paying attention. They wanted a picture, so I was more than happy to sure. oblige. That's all I could tell you. But, you know, I and I missed yesterday because I just wanted to get up in Jerry's face about this whole Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I know, I know. It's a shame. What a freaking disaster that whole thing turned out to be. And it's kind of like we predicted that three and a half years ago that these guys were not going to do anything. And it really is. It's a, it's a, it really is such a stain on the NBA about how this whole thing went down in Brooklyn. It really is. No, absolutely. And I said it yesterday. These are the guys that make you hate the NBA superstar and turn you off to pro sports these days. Not honoring the contract, making all this money, thinking they could dictate everything. And then they end up getting that. It's exact, they ended up getting what they wanted. Uh, and they blew up the franchise. It really, it really turned you off. So, yeah, I mean, we did. You know, Jerry was, he got sort of a good and a bad yesterday. He got the good that you weren't in his face about it. But he got the bad that he had to host for five hours and do updates <laughs> and talk about it nonstop. And he vacuumed yesterday, too, by really? the way. Yeah. At the end of the day, he was vacuuming he was as well. Vacuuming. Well, good for him. You know, that, yeah. was, that was great. And by the way, uh, I didn't start with it. I should have started with it because Guy Adami wanted me to start with it. And that was uh, Vladimir Tarasenko and Nico Mikela coming to the New York Rangers. You know, much like uh, what Lou Lamarillo did about a week ago with Bo Horvat, this is a great trade by Chris Drury. A great trade. And I don't think he's done yet for us Ranger fans. But I know that yesterday when I saw this, it was the one thing that brought a big smile to my face. Good. That's all I can tell you. I felt really good about this whole trade. And I think it's great. I think it's uh, one of those all-in moves that, uh, look, we feel like we got a really good team here. We know that we're in a very difficult conference. And we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to load up. And if Vladimir Tarasenko can be the guy that he has been in the past for the Blues in the playoffs, this this could this could set up a, a, a first line of Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, and Vladimir Tarasenko. The, the potential for that is explosive explosive and hopefully that will work and uh and the rangers uh, will go deep in the playoffs if not uh, going all the way to the stanley cup yes yeah, so you had a really bad day for the nets and nets fans yesterday but a really good day for a lot of local teams the rangers make a big deal the jets had a day yesterday oh man what a day oh have. my good you got two guys two of your best players in history making it into the pro football hall of fame and darrell revis and joe klecko finally and you have to be proud about that and happy about that because you've been screaming about that for years and years and years. And then they swept the Rookie of the Year category, which we had expected with Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. So, I mean, the Jet fan wants their team to be here. They want their team to win a Super Bowl. But this was a really good day in Jets land on uh, Thursday into Friday at Super Bowl week. Yeah, I was so happy for Joe Klecko. You know, and uh, from a player who played against them and somebody who knew how difficult he was to play against and and how he disrupted your team and where you, you had to know where he was at all times. And for him to finally get this, I'm sure he's uh, elated. I didn't see him. I know he sent me a text yesterday, but I wasn't really responding to anything yesterday. Yeah. I'll, I'll congratulate him today, but certainly Wait really second, happy you blew, for him. You blew off Joe Klecko? I blew off everybody yesterday, man. So Joe Klecko gets into the hall, <laughs> he gets into the hall of fame. And you didn't respond to his text message? He, he got into the Hall of Fame last night. Oh, okay. His text was in the afternoon. Oh, what me. did it say? Like, hey, wish me luck. I'm nervous. And you were just like, screw no, no, you, no. Joe. I'm puking. It just said, hey, it's Joe Klecko. Love to see you out here. Oh, okay. That's all, all right. it said. It wasn't. And, and, it wasn't. And, and, and I, I would get back to it today and just tell him, look, you probably don't want to be anywhere near me right now. Right, exactly. As I'm sweating through this first segment. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. You were pouring out sweat. No. I mean, it's <laughs> I'm still dealing with it. What can I tell well, you? Of course, I know. That's why it's definitely the neuro 
norovirus and not food poisoning. Although Eddie speculated that it was a placenta milkshake that got you yesterday. That was the moment of the day. Somehow he had a drop of you saying placenta milkshake. Do you remember ever saying that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, in a weird way, yes. Because that was a whole discussion of, uh, of weird things that were happening after the birth of their children. Or I forget, and I forget who we were talking about. Yeah. But I kind of remember it. Right. So Eddie set up the drop. That was moment of the day. He goes, uh, gee, do you know what Boomer ate last night? And I said, no, I actually didn't ask him. And then all of a sudden the drop comes in, well, sent a milkshake. <laughs> And then we just all <laughs> fell over and laughed for a, okay. good, a good 10 minutes. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, so this is it. We are here on the final day of Radio Row, and we've barely talked about the Chiefs and the Eagles. I mean, and I, I know that we do a lot of buzz, no buzz, and sometimes in our world, because we live in the New York sports bubble, that buzz or no buzz doesn't really match with what's going on nationally. But, quite frankly, I mean, I feel like this is the least amount of buzz going into a Super Bowl that we have had in years. Now, I don't know if you feel that way. And the NBA sort of dominated this week, but, I mean, nobody's really said anything of note. There hasn't been a lot of controversy. Both these teams have won a Super Bowl in recent memory. I mean, what has there been that has got you fired up for the game? Now, the game could be great, could be an all-time great, two very, very good teams, one seed. But, I mean, this has just been like, get us to the game because nothing has happened this week of interest between the two teams. Well, there's no Cinderella story here. Yeah, That's nothing. why. Everybody, you know, kind of expected these two teams to be here. Maybe the, the Bengals didn't, and maybe the Bills didn't. Yeah. But everybody in the NFC knew that it was going to be difficult beating uh, Philadelphia, especially having to go through Philadelphia. I, I Can you believe that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is an underdog? Right. And for the third time out of the last four Super Bowls, the Kansas City Chiefs happen to be in this game. And, you know, he's got to go up against, like, a number one defense. He had to do it, you know, of course, against uh, San Francisco. He had to do it against Tampa. And if you remember that game against Tampa, he was running around all over the place, like, to the tune of, like, three and a half miles or something, yeah. they were saying, because that defense was so good. And Todd Bowles got a lot of credit out of that one and ended up getting the head coaching job there in Tampa after Bruce Arians uh, resigned, and then and then they then he had to go up against now uh, you know a team that comes in with all these sacks with all these pressures, and uh, and a team that's got the speed to actually match the speed of the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah. I, I think people figured that this was gonna, going to be this Super Bowl. Like I said, there's no like underdog. There's no new feeling about it. Maybe I guess Jalen Hurts being here is great. Two black quarterbacks being here are great. Uh, the fact that you know. There's no Tyreek Hill. There's no real, like, personality on either one of these teams other than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, and he's... probably why. Right. I mean, he's a personality, but he's like a... He's a good personality. It's not like he's do. He's not like Marshawn Lynch personality. He's not True. like that mm. at all. So, I mean, he's just... Everything about him is sort of perfect. And now, you know, the storyline of the ankle really isn't a storyline because they've had two weeks to get him ready, and he looked fine for having a high ankle sprain in the AFC Championship game. So, I just think it's about time to get to this game and, and then watch it and then break it down because there really is even going into it. I mean, I think that people are just like, hey, this is these are two very good offenses. I think that people believe that the Eagles defense is probably better on paper than the Chiefs defense. But look how good the Chiefs defense played in the AFC Championship. Game. Well, uh, the Chiefs defense is, is damn good. The big thing about them and, and uh, they played really well in the secondary uh, against the Bengals is that the youth in the secondary they have three young guys back there that are pressed into spots that you know could be difficult spots for them, especially. 
especially if Jalen Hurts is running around and making plays that way. Because then all of a sudden, when that stuff starts happening, uh, that's where these guys could end up getting lost. So we'll see uh, how that works out. I, I just I just think Jalen Hurts. You know, the interesting thing about him, he doesn't have to have like a 350 yard game to win this game. No, he he could just throw for you know 250 yards and he can run for about 55 yards. And as long as he doesn't turn it over and they don't fumble it, I, I don't see. I don't see how they lose. Apparently, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs, who had that huge game in the AFC title game, said that he was under the weather and there was something that was going around in the Chiefs locker room, uh, not stomach-related, so you did not infect the Chiefs, but <laughs> something to do with, like, a cold or something or a flu Well, or they'll, all, they'll all get IVs, yeah. I'm telling you. They'll all get uh, whatever they need to make sure that they feel good come Sunday, and they're still about three, three or four days away from the game, or they were three or four days away from the game when he said this. So, uh, and I know it's not fun playing under those conditions. So that's uh, hopefully he'll be 100% because he's going to need to be 100% and be the player that he's capable of being. I think he's third all time in sacks in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's speaking of bugs in the locker room. So yesterday we had Cam Hayward sitting here at the Pittsburgh Steelers and I asked him, how the hell did you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets? And he said, you know, I was under the weather that week. I think we had a bug going on in the locker room. TJ Watt didn't play any injury. So then I asked my buddy from Pittsburgh, did you hear about that going into that game? That the team was sick? And he goes, no, it's not what he was talking about. What he was talking about, the bug in the locker room, was that wide receiver Deontay Johnson punched Mitch Trubisky in the face that week. <laughs> and that was the bug that was going through the locker room. Deon, he punched him in the yes, face. Yes, and I was like, have you guys talked about this on the air? He goes, yeah, no, we've talked about it. It's like, it's a fact. And I it, have not. I, I, this is the first I've heard of that. Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, uh, that's part of the reason why Trubisky ended up getting benched, because it was like this horrible interaction between the two of them. Uh, yeah, but... So, wait a minute. So, Mitch Trubisky ends up getting punched and benched? Punched and benched. How does that work? Pretty bad. I know. Only something Mitch Trubisky can do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Deontay Johnson deserves... <laughs> why would... I mean, come on. Why, why is he punching his teammate? Because he sucks, I think, and he wasn't throwing him the ball. <gasps> that's what That's what happened. Uh, I wish I would have known that. Yes, they would have asked Cam Hayward about it, but... I didn't know. Man, until I wish I would have known that when it happened. I know, me too. And it going into the jab would have picked the Jets to win. Now I feel like it's such an after the season's over kind yeah. of thing that it doesn't make headlines. This would have made headlines, and I'm sure it did in Pittsburgh. Oh, absolutely. I'm just surprised it didn't get out. It, it, like I thought, I thought it was going to be a much bigger story. But you said that they were talking about it on the radio. Yes, though. that's what I said. I said you guys wow. discussed this on the air because I don't want to go on the air if it's something that's like a secret behind the scenes. It's like no, we've had a ton of conversations about. It. I'm like, how did I miss this? It's a huge deal. We all miss it. I guess so. I mean, the IKN and Polly and the Geno Smith thing. I mean, that was national. Yeah, that was national. But you know, we're obviously, as you said earlier, in the sports bubble of New York, so we're sure. going to see it and we're going to feel it. But I, I had no idea that that had happened. Yeah. Wow, that is. Yeah something okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.